Hey, hey y'all. Welcome to another episode of Mickey's Thoughts Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I would like to thank you for tuning in. And I would like to ask you very humbly um, to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think the podcast is, right? Uh, so I'm going to get straight into it. Um, so I wanted to do this um this podcast today on um boundaries when people do not respect them i have done a podcast um episode on boundaries before um and i always say that when you set boundaries a lot of times people think that okay i'm going to i'm going to set these boundaries with so and so and they're going to respect them and we're going to live happily ever after absolutely not Sometimes people gonna tell you out the gate they not doing that shit. <laughs> Sometimes you can tell them, you know, hey, this is what I would like moving forward for us to be cohesive and for us to be fucking on the same page and for you to feel respect and me feel respect and blah, blah, blah. And they be like, nah, I'm not doing that shit, you know? And then you have some people who may want to barter with you or negotiate with you. That's a that's a better term. Negotiate with you your boundaries like, mm, nah, I can't do that. Uh, but I ain't got a problem with doing blah, 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 blah. But I ain't doing that other shit you was talking about, you know. Or someone can respect them. Excuse me. Someone can respect them in the beginning and then when you get comfortable and when your guard is put down, then they back to their old motherfucking tricks. Okay? They, 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 they back to last season's bullshit. Huh? So, um, I was like, well, you know, I understand that it can be hard, especially when we are trying to enforce boundaries with people who we care about, with people who we love. Um, and basically, especially if we are not used to putting ourselves first, if we are people pleasers, if we are um, empaths like myself, um, if we are like really, really, really deep-seated nurturers, it's kind of hard to do that. You know, it's kind of like, mm, that's foreign to me, especially, you know, if we've had childhoods where we have been taught that we didn't come first or we didn't matter, you know, um, so we are more, we are more, we are more mm, susceptible to feeling like guilt when we set boundaries, you know, because we don't want to come off as selfish. We don't want to ruffle any um, feathers. We don't want somebody not to like us. We don't want somebody to think we being a bitch. We don't want nobody to think we being a dick. You know, all of that other shit, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do something on... Um, what to ha- what happens and what to do um, when we do set boundaries and they aren't respected? You know, um, what happens when or in those situations where we set boundaries with people and it doesn't go like, okay, you know what? 
I, I hear what you're saying. And if, 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 if that is how it has to be to maintain your mental health, to maintain your peace, and for me to coexist in your life, you mean that much to me. And I want to fix this so much that cool, you know, because I'm open, you know, to, I'm open to the, the possibility of you softening to me. You know, I know that I have work to do. You know, I acknowledge my fuck up with you because really that's the healthy response to someone who we're setting boundaries uh, for, you know, um, especially someone who's not respecting boundaries. That's telling me right there that <laughs> you've been going through this shit from the giddy up, you know? So, and nobody is going to like change, especially if it means that they have to correct their behavior, especially if your change makes them uncomfortable. So, you know, you're going to run into people who are like, mm, no, nah, I'm not with that. I remember I called myself creating these ruling guidelines for this young man. Um, Actually, the young man that I had to soul with. And I was like, you know, this is what I need from you. You know, like, don't, don't ask me about who I'm talking to. You know, please don't try to get personal with me. We're trying to get to know each other again. Don't call me after, I think I said like eight or something like that. Don't text me late. Blah, 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 blah. I think it was maybe like eight rules. Eight, not even eight. Yeah, eight fucking rules. That's what they were. And, um, I sent it to him, and when I tell you he came back and he must have leaned on that motherfucking crying laughing emoji, it was like four rows of the crying laughing emoji, and he was like, I mean, some of these are cool, but you tripping on numbers, because I, I numbered that shit, you tripping on numbers like three and seven, or three and whatever, um, and that like really crushed me. <laughs> that did like a felt like a fucking fool like hmm. you know like this nigga's laughing at me so um yeah and when I have my sessions I always ask my clients you know you can set these boundaries and we we seem so empowered when we set our boundaries and we think of our boundaries and we're like this is what I'm gonna say but the real test is going to be how you react to their response to these boundaries. You know, what if they say basically fuck you? I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking following this bullshit, but I still want to be in your life, but I ain't doing this shit. So are you going to be like, "Oh, well, I, I guess I can't change him, so I'm going to stick around." Are you going to say that? Or are you going to be like, "Nah, fuck that shit. These were my boundaries. You don't want to do them. Scoot a doot, motherfucker, scoot a doot." You know, are you going to be behind door number one or door number fucking two? And that's the hard part. That's when the test comes. That's when the work comes. When we back up our assertions. You know? When we put our fucking names in the motherfucking uh, parentheses and cite ourselves. Like, I'm backing this shit up. You know, I said it and I stick to it. I'm not taking it back. You know, but if we just set boundaries with people and they just disrespect them, 
Like, what, 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 what exactly is we doing, baby? What exactly is we doing? So, um, just in case you need a can of spinach, just in case you need a shot of Henny to grow some motherfucking hay on your chest, just in case you need a fucking pick-me-up, or you need maybe just a little bit more clarification, or maybe just a little bit more push out the fucking dough. This is the sequel to The Boundary Setting. What happens when these motherfuckers don't respect what the fuck we say? What happens when we have habitual boundary crossers? So without, hold up, I didn't even talk to y'all. I didn't even like kick the breeze with y'all. I just got straight into it really quick. I know I just I know I just built y'all up but really quick. I just want to say to you all that tickets for Keto Dream Jamaica are finally on sale. I know a lot of you want to hear that. So that's why I'm going to say it. I don't care. Okay? So, um I have put together an amazing trip for um you all under my Heat in this Playground brand. And I am taking you all to my beloved country of Jamaica. And we are going to go, we're going to stay at Hedonism, at the Hedonism Resort. And that is a free lifestyle resort, which is amazing. We're going to stay there. It is eight days, seven nights. And um, we will be there for Dream Week, which is like... A mashup of like parties. It's like a different theme for every day. And it's like the who's who and like dance hall and shit. It's just like big, one big week of just festival. And then it's Emancipation Day and also Independence Day. So it's going to be like lit. It's going to be hype. It's going to be all of the motherfucking above. And like I said, or did I say, it is co ed. So men and women can come. Um, the men would have to be accompanying a woman. Y'all don't have to be a boyfriend and girlfriend. Y'all ain't got to be motherfucking lovers and friends. Y'all can be friends, best friends, whatever. You just need her to come, sir. Because, um, this is a woman-centered brand. So, um, let's see. So it's eight days, um, seven nights. It is your your round trip airport trans transfers are included. Um, you get the VIP Dream Week all inclusive pass, which is inclusive of your drinks, inclusive of your um, food and the shuttle, the transportation to take you. And I also want to say that the Hedonism Resort is a um, four and a half star all inclusive resort. So all of your meals are in are included um, on resort. And it's unlimited um, alcohol and it's premium alcohol. Like, I'll be in there on that Patron and that Henny, you know, especially that Henny for, you know, the heat out. Um, I am going to do a um, bar crawl icebreaker for the first night. So um, we will be crawling around um, via bus. I'm going to have a private uh, driver take us to the different watering holes in the grill so you all get a feel of... Um, local life, island life as a clubber, you know, at, at the dance, you know, in town and shit like that. Um, and I'm also going to do a special Jamaican hedonism version of my, um, 
uh, sexy pajama and lingerie soiree. So we're all going to have lingerie or sexy pajamas, and I'll have some adult entertainers come. It's going to be like a private party um, and like a big romping shop. Um, let's see, what else? Um, the girls get yoni eggs. The men, just go on the website, www.theheatinestplayground.com. You put down your, um, security deposit to just unlock your slot in. Um, there are, there are payment plans. And, um, if you put in your security deposit before, um, December 1st, you get a special bedside treat. So there's more information on there. So head over there, um, and check that out. And also, um, my um drink over my girl sleepover um is on there as well so information and um so sorry this is like so crazy i know y'all like we were like built up for this and then you talking about some motherfucking uh hito so had to get that out the way because a lot of people were asking me a lot of people have been on me about the trip and stuff like that i just had to make sure it was right y'all know i'm a big businesswoman as far as my ethics and shit like that I'm really big on um foundation and everything being right before I put shit out so thank you for your patience so yes um the registration is now open for Hedo and if you haven't heard about Hedo you better ask somebody and uh because you're gonna regret not coming so um yes so without further ado let's get into today's show um which we will be discussing um habitual boundary violators so let's get into it shall we so like i stated in the first um episode that i did about boundaries you can't make people respect your boundaries people have autonomy over their lives to make choices and decisions based on their own ideologies of things just like you do so you cannot make them do anything you know um unfortunately people who are manipulative narcissistic and have a poor sense of self tend to repeatedly violate personal boundaries so if you are dealing with the habitual boundary crosser um, and they're not in treatment, they're not receiving any help, they're not doing the work to like really turn shit around and be a fucking upstanding citizen, what is you doing? That's insanity. You know, they're not going to change because they're not doing the work to change. You know, one of the biggest challenges that people have with boundaries is figuring out what to do when someone repeatedly violates them. There isn't a one-size-fit-all answer to this question. So, um, <laughs> a young lady told me today um, on Instagram, you got to think about the variables. Let's discuss the variables. And I was like, no, because that's not what this post is about. You know, like, y'all can't get mad at me for posting shit about um women and like here come the men saying well or posting shit about men and here come the men saying well women too and me being like no but this is about this is about us right now i'm talking about us right now you know or whatever and then here i go with this like no i'm not talking about whatever you're going through because that's really what the fuck it was you know I'm, i'm i'm this is what i'm discussing and you can't understand that like i just whatever so, um, she was like, you know, we just got to consider the variables. And I just was like, girl, 
All right, sis. So, um, and follow me, by the way. Um, Instagram, Nikki Thoughts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. So, first variable that we can consider. Who the hell is violating your boundaries? You know, the nature, power, differential, and closeness of the relationships make a difference. Your response to your mother will be totally different than your response to your boss, which will be totally different um, from your response to your neighbor, you know, or maybe like a friend, you know, or maybe the motherfucker who bags groceries at the commissary. You know, it's different. So um, that's one thing that we can um, think about, the closeness of the relationship. Um, next, is the boundary violator willing to change? Mm, I just said that. What are they doing to correct themselves? What are they doing to change this behavior? You know, what are they doing um, to be a better person? Not just for you, but for themselves. And if they're not doing anything, like what? You know? So ask yourself, are they willing to work with you to improve the relationship? Are they willing to go to counseling? You know, are they sensitive to your needs and your feeling? You know, the next one. How long has this shit been going on? The longer the behavior patterns are, the harder it is to change. You know, I'm just going to tell y'all. You know, I ain't even going to sit here. And bullshit you. But I will say that it is possible for behavior change if the person is motivated. So again, go back to that question about if they're willing to change. Are they putting in the work? Are they doing the work? Are they motivated? And are they motivated? Not are you motivating them to change? Are you putting the fire under their ass? No ma'am, no ham, no no turkey, no cheese, nothing. No. Are they self-motivators? Are they self-starters? You know, as they say in the the job interview world, the resume world, are they self-starters? If not, huh? Um, So yeah, how long has this shit been going on? You've been going through the same shit with the same individual for years, decades, even months. Like, what are you doing? But I mean, if this is something that's new or especially like if you're just getting to know somebody, if you're just getting into a relationship or you're just getting into a friendship with someone, you know, or, you know, you're new to a job, you know, you're getting to know these coworkers, whatever, you know, level this relationship is on. Like, um, I don't know. Hmm. Um, just ask yourself that. Just ask yourself that. Um, you know, you're just getting to know them. So, like, that's the good part. It's like when you're when you're just getting to know someone. Excuse me, that's where I went. Um, when you're getting to know somebody in the beginning, like, you can set that boundary early. You know, like, all right, you kind of have to train them, you know, in how to interact with you. And, you know, the meme, it's the meme that goes around. It's like, I don't, I shouldn't have to, don't ladies, don't train a man. Uh, You shouldn't have to train a man how to um, treat you and everything. And I mean, like, of course, that's true as far as 
he should have the basics and the fundamentals of how to be a gentleman and how to treat a lady, how to how to treat a woman, of course. But all women are not the same. Women be quick to say that they ain't like the other bitch. I ain't like these other bitches. Oh, no, uh-uh, you ain't never had no chick like this. You ain't never, 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 but don't want to teach this man and help him recalibrate himself to a woman of this stature that you are asserting yourself as. What sense does that make? But I digress. You can... You can train someone or you can like set those boundaries with some early, early on in a relationship. That's what I was saying. So just think about how long that's been going on. Next, has the boundary violator been physically aggressive? Because safety is motherfucking key. Okay, safety is motherfucking paramount. If the person violating your boundaries has been violent or threatened violence, you need to proceed with caution. Matter of fact, you need the motherfucker stop. What the fuck we proceeding for? Uh-uh. What the fuck we proceeding for? Shall I proceed? No, indeed. No. What the fuck are we proceeding for? No, we need to be stopping. If somebody is getting physically aggressive with you, if somebody is getting irate with you, that is their ploy in trying to get and gain control of the situation by intimidating you and being aggressive and menacing that is a control tactic you know so you need to get the fuck away you know and you need to get strapped if you know what I mean okay so um if if, if this is the case Take that shit serious. Like, don't be like, oh, he just playing or she just playing. No, don't take that shit serious. You know, uh, 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 file your motherfucking TPO. Go to that police precinct, file your fucking, um, police report and get your protective order. Protect yourself. You know, rally yourself with, um, supportive people. You know, let law enforcement know. Let people be on alert. Protect yourselves. Don't take this shit. Don't take this shit lightly. Please. Um, for my um listeners, oh gosh, if I said all that, um, cursing, who may be minor, because I, I know that I do have some minor listeners, I think. Um, my mother be like, shit, they be cursing too. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> but if you are a minor, you know, a young adult, um, please, you know, reach out to a supportive adult. You know, maybe an adult at school, you know, maybe at your community center, you know, maybe where you worship, um, a friend's parent, you know, it doesn't have to be someone immediate in your family. Or, you know, someone at the school, you know, somebody maybe that you look up to, um, you know, call the hotline. You know, you don't have to figure this out by yourself. Okay. Next, ask and think of this variable. Are y'all setting true and clear, consistent boundaries? In my experience, people tend to overestimate the strength of their, of their boundaries. 
It's understandable that sometimes you back down, you feel tired, you feel overwhelmed or scared, and you don't follow through with your boundaries. However, like I said, just like setting rules with children, boundaries don't work when they are only enforced some of the time. This is like children. You know, let's go back to the first, the previous episode. This is it's just like you are you are teaching your child something. You know, you have to be consistent. You know, boundaries need to be especially clear and consistent when you're dealing with someone who doesn't respect you. Hello. Such a person is looking for holes in your boundaries. They are literally, I just got chills. They are looking for ways to get around what you're trying to do. They're looking for ways to fuck up your desire for change and sabotage you, you know? And they are using this shit against you. Do you notice that when you set boundaries, people become more critical of you? They start telling you what's wrong with you. They start criticizing you. They're trying to chip away at you. Take away that fucking confidence like a bully. Make you feel like you can't beat them. Make you feel like you're not capable. You know, they're right and you're wrong. You're being fucking irrational. You're being crazy. This is stupid what you're doing. You know, so be careful with that. You know, Um, so be sure that you're assertively and clearly telling them that their behavior is not okay and follow through with the consequences. I cannot stress that enough. Start putting fucking periods at the end of them fucking sentences. If they ain't on no fucking act right, if they still taking you for a fucking fool, get your ass up and bounce. The fuck? Remove yourself. Make them feel it. You know what I mean? So like, y'all got to come through with that follow through. That shit is real, y'all. You And that's what I'm saying. Like, when I be having my sessions with my clients and we talk about boundaries and stuff, first thing I ask them, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to defend this shit? Are you ready to stand up for this shit? Because if you're not ready to fight tooth and nail for this shit, to defend this shit, like a motherfucking PhD dissertation, I'm fucking triggered. What the fuck are we doing? I'm not gonna waste my time and your coins. What the fuck are we doing? If you're not gonna stand up and honor this shit, like what the fuck? Like, girl or boy, get your ass on somewhere. Stop playing games, you know? So you got to follow through. When you set them boundaries, also brainstorm the consequences, you know? And let them know what them consequences is so they are making an informed decision when they say, fuck you. I'm not doing what you say. All right, let me move on. No, wait a minute. Let me come back. Listen, y'all. I say these things not to make you feel ashamed or bad about yourself if your boundaries are not inconsistent. 
I understand it, especially when we're talking about the aforementioned um, variables, it being someone that you've known for a long time, you know, um, it being, you know, somebody who you're really close to, a parent, you know, a baby daddy, a baby mama, you know, co-worker. But no, fuck that. Respect is due to a damn dog. They're going to have to fucking respect you. You make these motherfuckers respect you. And you are worthy and you deserve to navigate in spaces where you are comfortable. You know what I mean? Where you are not made to feel some type of fucking way. So fuck that. Shit. Um, I just want to just talk about, I just wanted to just tell y'all, you know, the, the common trouble spots, you know, I just want y'all to just gain awareness of these things because self-awareness is empowering. When you are aware of shit, when you are aware of your triggers, when you are aware of your strengths and your weaknesses, you know, like that shit is like the best thing in the world. When you recognize when you're slipping up, you can offer yourself both self-compassion and fucking accountability. So it's all right. Don't be feeling shame. Don't be feeling shit. You're learning. Okay. Now let's get back to the original question of what to do when somebody continues um, to violate your boundaries. Right. So numero one, continue to set strong, consistent boundaries. I, I got to say it. You know, I know y'all like the. That shit is obvious. You being redundant, Nick. But, you know, this is the part that you control. You don't control how people respond. And you can't force people to respect your boundaries. You know? You can't. But you can continue to stand in that shit. You know? And they do. Y'all can continue on. If they don't, well, they just made shit easy. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. Next, keep you a journal. I know this is going to sound crazy too. Keep you a journal. Record the boundary violations and your responses to them. This can also show you your growth. You know, especially as you continue to stand tall in your shit. You know, this will also help you check for weak spots in your boundaries, especially if you have like a friend or someone that you can bounce this off to, you know, somebody on the outside looking in, you know, somebody is particularly someone who knows you. Sometimes when we ask for um, a third, uh, a third party to come in and give their opinion, we always think to go to somebody who doesn't know thinking they'll be neutral, but no, the person should know you to be able to be like, well, no, because when you're upset, maybe, you know, you start crying and then you act like a bitch ass nigga, you know, so don't, don't just like going in, like take some deep breaths. They'll be able to call you out on your shit because they know you things that you might slip up on, you know? So, um, write it down. If you notice that you aren't consistently setting healthy boundaries, make adjustments. And if you are being very consistent, writing it down will help you decide if you can accept these violations. That's another thing, you know, like I like to go back. I'm a Virgo. We got motherfucking photogenic, uh, photogenic memory. We have memory like fucking elephants. We remember fucking everything. We have a Rolodex in our mind. I love to be able to go back and be like, oh, I love a receipt. 
to be like, oh, well, on so-and-so-and-so date, you do-do-do-do-do, boop. Because when I cut a motherfucker off, I like to sometimes, you know, if I think they're worthy of it, I like to just go ahead and run it down and let them know. So you can't ever fix your lips to say I was being petty, I was being trivial, I was being anything. No, I gave you chances. So write that shit down. Next, be clear with yourself about what treatment you'll accept and what the fuck you won't. Be clear. And I'm going to tell you this when you be clear. Don't take no fucking shorts. Don't fucking settle. Don't, 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 don't do no subpar conditions. What, when you set boundaries, boundaries are nothing but guidelines that you lay down with, with things external to you to ensure your peace is protected. That's all boundaries are. Rules and regulations for others. Your own personal rules and regulations for others to navigate and exchange with you that will ensure that your peace is protected. That's it. So when you set boundaries with people, you have to think about what needs to happen for me to be able to be comfortable to exchange with this person. What does that setting look like? And if you've already exchanged with them and they've proven to be toxic, what the fuck did they do that was toxic? That's the shit they can't do. That's the boundary. You know, one boundary with me, I don't like when people raise their fucking voice at me. Oh, no, no, no. Who the fuck you think? Who? Even my son will tell you, uh, uh, sir. You know, and I know that I'm like animated on here, but any other time, like, I'm just really. Like, I'm I'm quiet. I don't like loud noise. I don't like when people raise their voice. You know, first of all, I got PTSD. I might snap on your fucking ass. So you might want to chill the fuck out. You seen dead presidents. Huh? So, you know, th- those are the boundaries. You know, so be clear about... What does respect look like? What does you and your motherfucking spirit being able to settle, settle down, excuse me, and chill the fuck out and be at peace when you're around that person? What does that environment look like? You know, people also have a tendency to set a boundary in their mind and then allow it to be pushed back and pushed back. You know? um. It helps to write down your boundary and say it out loud to a supportive person who will help you say, stay true to it. You know, let someone know, like a trusted person, know what your boundaries are with this person so that they can check, do the checks and balances with you. They can check up on you. They can encourage you. Hey, how you doing? You can talk to them. You know, they can be supportive and all of that because that's what we need. The, la- the last thing we need when we're dealing with somebody who is disrespecting our boundaries is to feel alone and unsupported because we will cave the fuck in. So you you over there battling that motherfucker by yourself? No. You might want to take somebody with you. You might want to take a battle buddy with you. 
for my army folks in here. That's what you might want to do, you know? Next, accept that some people will never respect your boundaries no matter what you do. This is some real shit. This is a difficult truth to accept because we like to be able to force people to respect our boundaries. I know it's disappointing to realize that you may have to make a hard decision about whether you want to continue to have a relationship with a person who doesn't respect your boundaries. However, you can't change somebody's behavior. You can choose to accept it or you can choose to detach and disengage. Now, that's the biggest thing. You know, when I talk about backing it up. Are you willing when you set this boundary to lose this motherfucker? That's another thing I ask when we start our sessions. Are you willing to stand on this and are you willing to lose this motherfucker? Yes, I say it just like that. Because if you are not willing to do either, you're wasting time and money. And I don't even want to do you like that. You know, when you set that boundary, baby, you got to be ready to fucking walk away. Not, oh, I get myself to it. I guess I just need time. No, it's now now or never. It's fight or fucking flight. You can't be on that motherfucking fence, boo. This grown woman and grown man business. You heard? Next, you got to detach from the outcome, okay? This is another thing that you can do when someone continues to violate your boundaries. One way to detach from a narcissistic person is to stop responding in the same old ways. They know that way. They've learned that way. You've taught them that way. That's tried and true. Switch that shit up. You didn't hit a plateau with this shit. You know how it is when you work out and after you work out for a while, your body just stops responding. You stop losing weight and you don't know what the fuck because your body has gotten used to the fucking routine. Your body has gotten used to you doing them same motherfucking push-ups, sit-ups and motherfucking uh, uh, bullshit-ass squats and you're bullshitting on a damn uh, treadmill and stuff. Your body didn't got used to that. It's like we're not losing no more weight. You got to get in there and you got to shake it up for your body to wake up and be like, oh, all right, this is what we're doing. Cool. Okay? So you got to shake that shit up and how you fucking respond to them. You know, some people intentionally violate boundaries to hurt you, to get a reaction out of you, and to exert control. Because at the end of the day, that's what the fuck it's about. You cannot engage in the same old argument with these people. It is fucking insanity and it is motherfucking emotional fucking overexertion. It is exhausting. Why? You don't need to. You know, you can choose to either ignore or laugh off their comments and not show them that it hurts you. This shifts the power. However, this don't fucking apply to people who put put putting fucking paws on y'all. Who's fucking physically harming y'all. This shit don't apply to that. You better not fucking laugh that shit off and ignore it. No. No. You need to get locked and fucking loaded. Okay? Yosemite motherfucking Sam. But I mean, of course you gotta go and 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 uh, report it to the fucking proper authorities. 
I'm just saying to protect yourself, let me put my motherfucking disclaimer in here, because y'all won't be motherfucking having me interviewed on Snap or motherfucking uh, HLN. Nope. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, seek out the proper authorities for safety. You know, the proper law enforcement. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, ma'am. And yes, sir. Um, ignoring people. I love it. I'm a Virgo. I, we, that's what we do. We ignore motherfuckers. Cause let me tell you something. My mother always says this. A nigga hate to be ignored. Woo. A nigga hate to be ignored. You know, or the best way to get someone's attention is to no longer want it. Oh, that'll get somebody's attention real quick. To know that they don't have that control over you no more. Of course they're going to come back and gun for you to get that control back. And let me tell you this. As soon as they get it back, as soon as they feel like they have you like they used to, they're going to fucking drop your ass right there again. That's why a lot of y'all are on these fucking uh, cyclic, emotional fucking roller coasters. And I've been there. So I'm definitely ain't fucking uh, judging. Judgment-free zone. You know that's how it is over here in Nikki's thoughts. Okay? So next, decide to limit or cut off all contact. You know, if, if, if fucking, I don't know, Uncle Buck makes you feel uncomfortable by standing too close or making sexually charged comments to you, you can decide to not attend the family gatherings at his house or attend but not be alone with him or avoid seeing him ever again. You have choices. And that's another thing I want you to know. You have choices. You don't have to fucking take this shit. Okay? And with that being said, because I know a lot of y'all be like, but Nikki, you don't understand. I I got this going on. And Nikki, you don't understand the dynamics of the relationship. Boo, you know I got you. You know I got you, boo. Let's talk about the special challenges that you may face when dealing with repeat boundary violations. Number one, you motherfucking live with this motherfucker. Givenchy. Let's imagine that you're living with this fucking Uncle Buck while you're going to school in motherfucking uh, New York. And there's no possible way you can afford to move out. You may identify these choices. You can quit school and move back home. You can stay out of the house as much as possible, like studying at the library or at Starbucks. You can come home late and you can leave early. You can ask various friends if you can spend the weekends with them. You can get a second job and save money so you can move out. None of these choices may seem ideal, but you can trust your instincts and you can do what's best for you. I will hustle. I will be gone all the time. You know, I will be out, you know. Oh, no. I don't know. I'd probably have to find me a a boyfriend with with a crib. I don't know. I don't know when times get hard like these. So, you know, you got options. You got choices, sis. And the same thing with the brothers. Um, Another challenge that you may face when dealing with repeat boundary uh, violators. Um, the, the, the boundary violation, violator, excuse me, they can be a person of authority. Um, and this can be perhaps the hardest situation of all because it can be scary and dangerous when either a parent, a teacher, your supervisor, um, a law enforcement officer, or anyone in, th- in authority is violating your boundaries because they have or they have been entrusted with authority over you. 
you know? So the leverage is automatically not in your fucking favor, you know? Please consider whether it would help to get someone else involved. Possibly the person's motherfucking boss, because everybody got a fucking boss. You know, when we're talking about corporate America or we're talking about, you know, working for someone, you know, um, I realize that life is complicated and sometimes doing so can make things worse, particularly in the short term. So, again, you're, you're going to have to weigh those decisions. You know, you're going to have to think about a strategy um, of how you can stay away from this person, limit contact and avoid being alone with them. So, you know, if you need to go up that chain of command, go up that chain of command, but be smart about that shit. You know, uh, make sure your your T's are crossed and your dot, your eyes, your eyes. God damn it, Nicole. Your eyes are dotted. Fuck. Um, it's late. That's why. Um, it's past my bedtime. So, yes, think about that, you know, when it comes to. Um, the person violating you being um, an authority figure. Yes, you can motherfucking overcome. You just got to strategize. You know, if, 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 if you're at work, call that motherfucking HR. Find out what your rights are. You know, especially if you're a union employee. You know, find out what they can do to you and what they cannot do to you. You know, find out what, you know, is to be afforded to you. Find out all that shit. And before y'all quit these motherfucking jobs, think about fucking unemployment, please. You can't file for unemployment when you quit your job. I don't think so. No. And also, if retirement. I think the year to be vested is five years where you get it 100% and you get all your money. I know when I moved from South Carolina, um, when I moved up to the D.C. area, um, I believe I had like $14,000 in my retirement from um South Carolina and I only worked there for what five or six years yeah and I had that so you know think about that strategy you know if 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 you're trying to get away and you have decided that the boundary is I'm just not gonna work with this motherfucker or be around this motherfucker don't 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 go out there and jump out there without a fucking parachute please you know so let's talk about another special challenge. You care and you love about this. You love this fucking uh, boundary violator. You know, often the boundary violator is a parent, a significant other, your child, girl, and boy. Huh. Um, just someone that you care about. Obviously, it's much easier to detach or walk away from someone you don't love deeply. It's actually not healthy to love anyone else more than you love yourself. Setting boundaries is a form of self-love and self-fucking-respect. If you don't love and respect yourself, other people won't either because people treat you the way they see you treat yourself. You teach people how to treat you. That's why I said when I see that meme about you don't teach no man how to treat you ladies, I'd be like... That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You see the commercial? That's not how it works. You fucking better. I'm going to fucking teach you because you ain't going you, you to have me fucked up. You're going to come correct. You know? Uh-uh. I'm going I'm to I'm let you know. I'm going to learn you how. Huh. So, um... Uh, back to what I was saying. If uh, You can ask your loved one to engage in a process of change with you, such as family counseling, going to a support group, or reading a book about boundaries. 
If they refuse or don't follow through, they're telling you they don't intend on changing. I'm just going to tell you like that. They don't need no time. They don't need no nothing. They, they're not changing. And we need a here and now. We need this boundary right now. You know, clearly because you, you've said it. You know, um, if they refuse or don't follow through. I mean, that that's just what it is. They're telling you they're not going to change. Um, you are once again faced with meeting, you know, um, the fork in the road of deciding whether it will be healthy for you to continue this relationship with them as is or if you want to modify this boundary again. I'm going to tell you this, when you set a boundary and you go back and you modify it, I mean, that can be a double-edged sword. Sometimes we do have to recalibrate boundaries because maybe the person is just not there in their developmental stage of fucking grasping what they need to. You know, some people are slow learners or sometimes, I mean, behavior doesn't get this way overnight, so it's not going to be changed overnight. So you can't expect somebody. I know one thing. I don't like um, when it comes to dating. I don't like when men call me man. When they be like, man, let me tell you. Or man, oh, that shit cooks my motherfucking grits. Do not fucking call me man. Because I don't call you girl. I don't be like, girl. You know, I don't do that. So don't fucking man me. You know, so. But I understand that if I tell you don't say man to me today, you're not going to stop like completely today. It may take you a while, so I might recalibrate and be like, you know, all right, you know, I'm going to work with you on this shit, but you better catch yourself and you better correct it and all this other stuff. So that's what I'm saying, you know? Um, so think about that, um, you know, when it comes to setting your boundaries. So, um... So dealing with someone who repeatedly violates your boundaries is about identifying your choices, choosing the best option, even though none may be ideal, respecting yourself, and trusting your instinct. Unfortunately, there's no easy answer. Setting boundaries sometimes means others will be angry or offended by your choices, and sometimes you cannot continue to have them in your life. And I'm going to tell you this about keeping toxic people in your life who don't respect your boundaries. You will never live up to your highest fucking potential. I'm just going to fucking tell you that. Universe ain't ain't going to let shit get close to you when you got that close to you. No, you're not going to be focused. You're not going to be at your best. Because for one, you're allowing somebody to continue to be privy to your energy and have access to you who does not respect you. And like I just said, if you have people around you that don't respect you, you don't respect yourself. And if you're not respecting yourself, how are you living to your highest potential anyway? You know? So, unfortunately, again, there's no easy answers. You know, you are going to have to think long and hard about where you are with this. Now we're at the sink or swim, shit or get off the pot. All right, so they're being disrespectful. 
they're not respecting my boundary. You're going to stay? What you going to do? You're going to stay or you're going to leave? Because we can't keep doing all this talking. So let's recap. How to deal with people who repeatedly encroach on your boundary, right? We talked and we said, continue to set strong, consistent boundaries. Record the boundary violations and your responses. Be clear with yourself about what treatment you'll accept and what you won't. Accept that some people will not respect your boundaries no matter what you do. Detach from the outcome. You cannot control other people. And last, decide to limit or cut off all contact. I'm telling y'all, when it was Virgo season, if y'all was following me, I was telling y'all, take advantage of this Virgo energy and cut all these motherfuckers off that is not for your fucking highest good. I said it because I'm Virgo. We cut snip, snip, snip and snip. And I and I joke with my friends. They be like, you know, like you don't be playing. Like you be on your goals and like you just you be getting it and you and your, your shit just be taken off. And what's your secret? And I be like, I don't, I cut people off. I don't have bullshit around me. No, you got to be for my highest good. You know, because if you're my friend, I'm going to be for your highest good. So I set my manifestations, you know, or I accept my intentions. And I do my manifestations about people that I want in my circle. I don't want people who disrespect my boundaries. You know, people who don't respect me, who don't reciprocate. No. And that's one thing that I'm working on now is recalibrating boundaries too. So y'all are not alone. Okay. I think we have time for a dear Nikki. So let's get into it. Shall we? Okay. So this young lady says, Hey mama, I love you. And have been following you for a little while now. I feel like we are each other. Anywho, my question is, have you ever had any regrets for having one child? I am asking because I currently have one son. I am very single, but I've always wanted more. However, at this point in my life and career, I'm not 100% sure if I should have one or not. I've considered getting a donor and doing it alone, although that's not what I want. But like I said, I am super single, so I don't have very many options. Um, You didn't say how old you were. Let me go on your page. You don't look. You don't look. A day over damn 30. If that. Um. All right, let me go back to. Um. The question. So, um, do I have any regrets about having only one child? Absolutely fucking not. No, no, I do not. Listen, um, my mother, it's five of us, right? My mother had her first child when she was 15. She had her last one, who was me, um, when she was 32. And she says that one of, um, her biggest regrets is she really didn't get a chance to really know and enjoy her children because there were so many of us, you know? And um, uh, the first two were back-to-back, a year apart. Um, and then um, she had a, a kid in the middle. And then my brother and I are a year apart. We came, you know, the second half of her life. 
So um, that's one thing that she always says to me. It's like, you really get to know Kingston. You know, like, that's, 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 that's all you know. You know, like, you all are always talking. You have time to do that one-on-one. You have that time to give him. Um, and I didn't have that luxury, you know, of managing, like, five children, you know, working, dealing with my shit, and all of that. So, um, no. And I don't romanticize children. That's another thing. Um, I've mentioned that a few times on here. Um, I know a lot of a lot of women and a lot of men too. It's like, oh, I want to have these kids and they're going to be so cute. And no, I, I know the, the I know the other side of parenting. I know the other side of children. And I know that these motherfuckers grow up. You know, they, they, they grow up from those, oh, let me take all these cute snaps of them and I'm just going to prop them up on this motherfucking pillow and, you know, make a, a Instagram for them and do, do post these pictures and all of that. No, you know, like, uh, uh, uh-uh. and then I haven't had any more children because, um, I'm not where I want to be, you know, or I haven't been where I wanted to be. You know, um, I know that when Kingston was around maybe two or three, I had a coworker who told me plain, she was like, you're so selfish that, um, you don't, you're not giving your son a sibling and you're married. Like, what the fuck? You're married. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? You know, I'm also in school, you know, I'm also working here. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't fucking living, you know? Cue the fucking Marvin Gaye. What the fuck you mean? You know, and she didn't have any children. And here she was dictating to me that just because I was married and I only had one kid and my son was, like, pushing three, that I should just pop one out. I'm not a baby-making machine. Biologically, science says that that's what I do, but I'm also a fucking person with fucking goals, dreams, and aspirations. And, like, I've never allowed society to guilt trip me. I've never allowed society, society, excuse me, to say, oh, this is how it should be. I knew that I didn't want any more children with um, my ex-husband. That was a no-go. That was a no-go, no-go. So that was just not going to happen. Um, and then when he and I divorced, I, I haven't met anybody who I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to have kids and I wanted this and I wanted that. And then three, which should be number one, I'm not fucking married. Now I get ratchet with y'all all fucking day. But one thing that I am fucking old fashioned about is fucking married. I am not pushing out nobody's motherfucking babies till they by the rock. And you ain't got to just buy the rock. We got to have a motherfucking ceremony. I don't, I don't, I, no, mm-mm, I don't do that. You know, like you, 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 you want, you want a child with me? And so many guys would, oh, you so bad and all of that, you know, uh, have my baby and stuff. And, and people think that shit is cute. I don't think anything is cute about that. Have your baby, not be your wife, not be your fucking, your partner, your whatever, but have your baby. Give me something that's going to, okay, got you. No. So, um, yeah, people have always tried to just guilt, guilt trip me on that. Um, I would like to have more children. 
Um, but it's not something that if it doesn't happen, I'd be like depressed. I think the older I get and the more I get into my creative bag, I've realized that I don't really long to have children. I long to create. And I even think how many women, when they say that they have baby fever, is it really that you just want to create something? Like that is our nature to create. We're creators. So maybe you don't want to have children. You just like popping out kids when really you have all of these ideas in yourself and you're just fucking miss fucking manifesting it. You know, so yeah, I, at this point in juncture, I'm cool with Kingston. All I got to do is times that shit by motherfucking two. That I can do that. Times it by two. Plane ticket times two. Resort fee times two. Not three, not four, not five. No, ain't nobody fucking going. I'm just sorry. Ain't nobody fucking going. But uh, I'm going to drop y'all off with Grammy. And I got some business to take care of for the next two weeks. Because uh, I'm going. See you fucking later. No. It's just it's just easy. And Kingston's a boy. I'm a, like a tomboy. It's just, I I just love him, man. And like, I kind of fear that I don't know if I'd love, love anybody like King. Like, that's how deep my shit is for my baby. And I did everything. I did the, the pregnancy journals, the 3D sonograms before people was getting 3D sonograms when I had to come out my pocket for them. Um... I did all of these cool things that it's like, I don't even know if I'd want to, if I feel like it with the next one. And I'm older now. I'm no longer 22. I'm 35. Shit. I don't know if I want to be chasing around a kid. Um, no, I think I would. I would like to have more children, but like, um, whenever people ask me, I'd be like, well, what husband? You know, you thought, you think I'm gonna do this shit by myself? Listen, Single parenting, th- this shit is for the fucking birds. I, I'm the type, I learned my lesson the first time. Like, this is not, no, all to say that I'm having another kid. I love babies, but not like that. You know, I love, I love children. Yes, 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 but not like that. You know, for me to just jump into something prematurely um, without a steady foundation. And I owe that not just to myself and my future children, but also to Kingston. Kingston deserves to see me. Okay. I wasn't able to provide that, that foundation and that, that longevity with my ex-husband, his father. So like the next time, definitely I'm, I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to give it my fucking all, you know, and, and I just have not been in exchanges. Um, that dictated that. And to be honest, I haven't really put myself out there because I've been so much in my bag. I've been so much in my self-development, working on myself to make sure that I reflect what it is that I'm looking for in a man. Because you got a lot of people who do not reflect what they are trying to say they warrant. You know, you're not even the person who you think is your type's type. We're not going to talk about that. So I've just been working on myself. So um, to answer your question, don't feel bad, you know, um, enjoy your career. Kingston is almost 13. And this, this, this kid fucking, he be in here making hot pockets and shit. I don't know if I want to be in here making bottles and shit. I don't know if I want to be with a, a diaper bag and a straw. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. That's a lot. 
you know, and run these businesses. <sighs> I don't know, but I, I don't have any regrets. Like, Kingston's a Gemini, so that shit is like having, like, fucking five kids in one fucking body. Um, I would not, I would not do a donor, um, because, like, I was saying children deserve both of their parents. And one thing I hate when I hear women say, I had this baby for me. I think I talked about it on my first few, um, I don't remember which podcast episode it was, but that just cooks my fucking grits because you had this baby for you, but like, who's this baby for? You know, like this, this baby needs a father. This baby needs both parents. You know, that's just so, I just, uh, so, um, but I, I mean, I don't, if, people want to do it then hey that's that's on them me personally I would like to raise my child with support I would like to raise my child with um my husband who I created this motherfucker with you know to see him in this kid see me in this kid and we just one uh fucking melanated beautiful fucking family that's my ideal and if I can't have that I'm cool with my king being I, I'm not that hard up, you know. Uh, somebody in my in my circle gonna have a baby soon. I'll be godmama. So um, be super single again. You didn't tell me how old you are, but you look young. Live your life, and that's another thing. I've lived my life from since I've been divorced till now. I have lived my life. I haven't thought about children. I gotta. I got. I got some time for kids. Look at Janet Jackson. At this point in juncture, I'm enjoying my life and I'm enjoying Kingston and I am enjoying showing him the world and ain't nobody going to guilt trip me about that, you know? Um, and if he's an only child, he's an only child. And then he told me he don't want to have kids. So I was like, you know what, Kingston? Hey, I get it. Neither did I. You know, you was a come up. <laughs> joke. That's a joke. I kid. But I get it. Well, you know, King doesn't want to have kids. I may not have grandkids. And that is fine. But when you tell people that, people look at me like, so like, that's just going to be it for you? And I'm like, wow, is that what I'm reduced to? But I hope I answered your question. Um, Do not allow your, um, your quote unquote biological clock to make a slave out of you. That's something that I tell sisters all the time. Don't. Don't. Because the novelty of them fucking babies wear the fuck off. They don't tell you that on them baby fucking pages. Especially if you're doing that shit by yourself. Luckily for me, I had my ex-husband. I couldn't imagine doing this shit from the giddy up by myself. You know? You don't want to do this shit by yourself, sis. You know, you deserve, um, and watch somebody get offended for me telling this sister that she deserves to have a support system. Watch somebody projecting their own shit, especially going to get offended by the advice I'm giving this lady, but watch me not give a fuck. Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Take your time, sis. Enjoy this, this one that you got, right? It says, um... Yeah, you only have one son. Enjoy your baby boy. You don't need that extra bill. You don't need that extra bother. Not saying that kids are bothers, but I think you know what the context I'm saying, you know, with this is take your time. He will come. I'm 35. And if I can, I'm considered high risk now. 
I will be considered a geriatric pregnancy now. I'll be all of that as a motherfucking PhD. I'll be all of that banging out all of these brands and this ambition. I'd be all of that. But what I wouldn't be is just having a kid just because my son needed a sibling. Hell no. He got classmates. I'd be like, Kingston has fucking cousins. What are you talking about? He 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 needs friends. He, I mean, he needs company. He has fucking cousins. He got best friends. He got a best friend who's always on his fucking biscuit. Like always, like every time I turn around, here he is. So like Kingston is not stunting and Kingston don't even want siblings. He'd be like, no, because that means you'll have to share your money with me. And I don't want that. So that's what time it is with him. So I am very much so over my time. And my producer is going to wring my neck. But I'm back, y'all, and I've missed you. So I hope that you all have had a great time listening to me um, talk about these um, habitual boundary crossers. Um, And I hope that I was able to give you all a bit more clarification and follow through um, and guidance on how to stand, stand your ground in your boundaries, you know, and if you need to recalibrate them if need be and the special um, challenges and considerations. Um, I will see you all next week. If you want to follow me again, I'm on Instagram, Nikki Stotts, N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. You can check out my sisterhood page, A Tribe Called Sis, Instagram, at A Tribe Called Sis. The website is www.atribecalledsis.com. I do have a online store where I sell everything from sage, statement apparel, yoni care um products i have healing crystals um i had a a a a handcrafted um 100% natural um and vegan um bath and body line um that i just absolutely absolutely adore making for you all so you can catch me at www.blacksaucebrand.com and instagram is at blacksaucebrand again Um, My new playground brand, Strictly for My Women, is a woman-centered erotic playground, a pursuit of pleasure. I create spaces that are women-centered for women to come out and just explore um, and and just be in a judgment-free zone to just be catered to um, and be treated like a queen. So that's the Hedonist Playground. Um, And the Instagram is Hedonist Playground. The website is www.thehedonistplayground.com. Remember that registration is open for my Hedonism Dream um, Week excursion or getaway in Jamaica. That will be next year in August and Nikki's Drinkover, which is the ultimate um, all-inclusive women's sleepover. Um, The grown-ass women's sleepover, that will be in the DMV the first weekend of um, January. I'm not going to keep y'all too long or too much more long because this one is a long episode. So I'm out. I will see you next week. Peace.